detective. Thrill me. Thanks for joining us again for a kind of like a, a Thrill Me podcast side. We've been contacted by a group with regards to watching a movie in advance. The film is called In Fabric. It is a horror slash comedy, I believe. And just to let everyone know, it actually does hit the cinemas on March the 12th in Australia. And we've obviously been given a chance to look at it beforehand and provide a hopefully spoiler-free review. So, without further ado, here is the trailer for In Fabric. on a horizon. Just look in, thank you. The hesitation in your voice, soon to be an echo in the recesses of the spheres of retail. The dress is your image, onto what you project through an illusion. I'm just going on a date. I don't normally wear this kind of thing. Be bold. Your date will compliment you. I would like you to announce the numbers to your telephone. 01632 960 and 7 and 7 8 6 and 6 and stop. As promised. Thank you. You look different. Oh my god, what's that? That looks nasty. Maybe just the washing powder. Oh, I hope it isn't catchy. How's it going, Sheila? Everything's fine. What happened to your hand? Washing machine went bananas. Wear me will know me. What's that supposed to mean? It's just a cheap bit of mystery. I think something's wrong with that dress. Don't tell me you're scared of a dress. The dog ripped it to pieces. Spanking spank you almost. Such a pretty dress. <laughs> Anything nice in the sales? Just a dress. In Fabric. Actually, the film was from 2018. It's actually been out on the uh, festival circuit and the like over the past year or two. It is written and directed by Peter Strickland and it stars Sidzi Babbitt Kurtzen as Jill, Marianne Jean Baptiste as Sheila, Julian Barrett as Stash, and Steve Aram as Clive. I don't have a lot of detail about budget or box office. According to the Internet Movie Database, its worldwide box office is $183,000. Doesn't actually say what the budget was, unfortunately. All right. Jared. Keeping it spoiler-free, how did you feel about In Fabric? It was interesting, would be one way to describe it. It's very out there, very different. It looked great in parts, like it's very stylish. Um, You sort of mentioned some of the giallo 
mm. horror films and things like that. It definitely has a bit of that vibe to it in terms of the way it's lit and some of the music and things like that that are going on. So there was portions of it where I was I was pretty wrapped up, even though I was slightly baffled by some of the things that were going on. Slightly, I was I was pretty pretty keen to follow it along and in, interested on in what was going on. But then towards the back end, there's a bit of a shift in in what happens, and it sort of lost me a bit there. That's where it just things started to just go well over my head, and I I, I just kind of lost what I was into here. Prior to that, I was kind of I was interested to see where all where it was all heading and. So, yeah, I'd probably still end up with a three because there was some really... There was some parts of it that I really did enjoy. Some of the imagery and some of the... the as we said, the way the film looked, the music I really liked. But, yeah, it sort of went off off track at the end. I, I, don't, I don't know how I would describe it. It wasn't really a horror flick to me. Yeah. I did get a lot more laughs than I was anticipating. There was, yeah. There were some very funny sequences in there. So, yeah, three for me. Yeah, I'm a bit the same. I saw the... The Jello influences. I saw the kind of playing with your mind type of style of something like a you know Hereditary or a or a It Follows. You know something slightly different, not quite down the classic track of where you're going. With what I assume it's meant to be horror, but it didn't really feel like that. It just feels like a very um, strange kind of maybe even let's say thriller. Mm. At the absolute highest end. I'm with you. I was kind of really hooked somewhat for the first hour. I think the first hour kind of takes you on a bit of a journey and it's weird and it's strange and it's got all these things in it, but I was kind of kept thinking, where's this going? And I really wanted to see where it was going. Yeah, and there's some mystery around the store that's involved that kind of keeps you interested in, in what's actually going on. We had some sort of ideas about that. and yeah. But it then shifts and it doesn't really pick back up. Even though it's it's still using this dress and, you know, just to let people know, the whole idea is that this dress has, has some sort of power over people and has an involvement in the, in the, in the crux of the, the plot. Even when that shifts to a, a sort of another protagonist, that stuff's kind of boring and it just kind of loses momentum and never really gets it back. And it never really reconnects with the the characters that I was kind of interested in. Yeah. Which which is to its detriment, unfortunately. Yeah. And I, I guess we've mentioned, you know, we, we're more interested in sort of the, the classic kind of narrative. So when it was, you know, a little bit mixed up from that, that was not going in the direction of things that we're necessarily interested in. No. But as you said, I was still I was still in. I was still hooked. Even with the strange things that were going on, I was still interested on in where this portion was going. And then when the shift takes place, that part of it just lost me. I didn't find it as interesting. Yeah. Your, your rating for this film will depend on what your interest level in this level is in this type of filmmaking. Yeah. Which is quite obtuse. It's not straight down the line it's kind of got all sorts of interesting and weird tangents it's on and that's that's really going to play into how well you enjoy it hmm. and a lot me, of people have loved it yeah yeah I mean the critics are raving it's got 94% on Rotten Tomatoes for 140 reviews so that's pretty damn high hmm. for me it just didn't quite get there you know I gave it two and a half I, I felt that there were like you there were moments where I really was intrigued and I feel the film is really really well made and really well shot 
but it f- kind of falls away as it goes along. All right, some likes. The main character is is going through the classifieds to to find a date. Yeah, because the film's set in the seventies, I think the seventies, and she receives some correspondence from one of her dates. That includes he's painted a portrait of himself in the nude while sitting on top of a horse. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I did love that. Immediate giggles, immediate yeah. giggles. I'm thinking this guy would have, he would have killed in the age of Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. So off to a flyer, getting to more the the, the generalised portions, Yeah, the film is very stylish. Yeah, and directed with a bit of flair. Like it's certainly not straightforward. The plot mechanics are not straightforward either. But the film needs a kind of a weird dreamlike quality to it, and it has that. And Mm -hmm. it does. He does actually deliver that very well. Yeah. Um. So the film looks great. It is really well shot, and has an atmosphere that, as I said, the the opening credits felt classic Jallo type of stuff. Yeah. That music and then the way they sort of set it all. Yeah, they, they, they whip through the credits and everything. Yeah, yeah. Even the fact that it's set in the 70s. Well, can I just ask a question? Is it set in the 70s? I think so. I don't think it is. Well, I think there was, it was no, there's well, no mobiles. I'll tell you, I get the feeling Weird that it was like... Machines. I get the feeling that it was like... Clothing. Uh, well, this is the thing. What about a son's clothing? Yeah. I, I get the sense it was a bit like it, it follows. It's, that it's, it doesn't it's, have a def- it doesn't necessarily have a time, time setting, but it's heavily influenced by yeah that time period. Could be because it follows was very similar in that regard. It didn't show any mobiles or anything like that. Yeah. Did it? It well, had, it follows showed mobiles, but it was that clam sort uh, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Some of the um, settings were purposely looked like eighties. Yeah, and so it was kind of you couldn't really determine. I felt this was the same. I don't know, I might have missed something, but I looked at someone like her son and I'm like, I don't know, he doesn't look like he's dressed from the 70s. And But again, they were, the, the the phone situation, the classifieds, all that yeah. sort of sort of The clothing like in most people's cases was very much old school. Yeah. But, but yeah, I look at something was... like the bank. The bank looked like something out of the 70s, but then you got hints off the two blokes that were working there. That they were dressed in more kind of modern, yeah, suits. Yeah, like, and I don't know. It was, yeah, it was a little bit strange. Yeah, and look, that adds to this kind of strangeness and this, yeah, you know, you're questioning what, where are we, what's going on, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so you, you're constantly kind of spending that first hour trying to unravel things, yeah, and that works in its favour. Yep, um, I thought, I think the music, music was excellent. Music was fantastic. Had a real, um, again. Jello vibe, but it also had synthesizer type of score yeah. to it. I liked it again. I liked. I, I felt it shifted too when the kind of the, the that shift that we're speaking about sort of happens at at some point. It felt like the music did too, and I yeah. liked it early on. Was where I felt that was at its at its best. Yeah. Now, bloke, she's dating at one point named Adonis. <laughs> Solid guy. <laughs> Sounds like yeah, a magician. We, we speculated that she must be on The Bachelor or something like that. Yeah. He, 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 turn, he turns up to dinner, proceeds to tell her that I've got half price on pudding. <laughs> we'll have to share one. We'll have to share one. And look, this stuff's kind of funny. It is. This is where the film gets some laughs. It's not a super, like, 
crass jokes or anything like that that you're laughing at. It's kind of a darker humour. But it, for the most part, that stuff works, that that sort of humour. Yeah, and the kind of the, the, the guy she's with is just... He's just a bozo. Yeah. <laughs> You're kind of laughing at the situation. She said something about, oh, you said something about liking to dance. Not tonight. I've uh, <laughs> I rolled an ankle, he says. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that stuff kind of, it it got laughs, which I didn't actually really expect. Yeah. Whenever anyone says to me, black comedy, I I just assume that's unfunny. <laughs> <laughs> Comedies that aren't funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we made a comedy, and then when we find yeah. out, no, I was laughing at it. We say, "Hey, it's, it's, a, a, black it's a black comedy." comedy. No. no, yeah, there was there was actually plenty of laughs. I was laughing at a number of things, and some of them came in the midst of like parts that seemed like they were supposed to be the horror elements and the scary parts. Yeah, but I think it it was intentional. Like, yeah, it, it I think just so. sort of there was parts where it was just going way over the top. Like, for instance, the two blokes who bail up our protagonist at the bank yeah. and proceed to have this discussion about how, <laughs> listen, we've spoken to the boss and your handshake is lacking some sincerity. Yeah. And she's like, oh, this, okay. Their, yeah, their conversation about sales technique and all that sort of stuff is And they hand amazing. over some sort of... A document. Document. A cartoon. Oh, it's, got some, it's written in a breezy manner. It's got a cartoon at the end. <laughs> and then he starts going, if you cut down on your toilet breaks, you could save 400, 400 minutes in a year. Like, mm. So those things, it kind of worked in spite of itself because, once again, all through that I didn't really know what was going on and I didn't know how to connect all these no, pieces. No, no. I, yeah, well, that was the same with me. I felt like the, the dress stuff and her situation, I thought we were getting elements of the fashion industry and consumerism and stuff like that, but then I, I sort of lost that as it went along. Those guys kind of fit into it in a way, but then they have some interactions with people later on that are a little bit different as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, so that stuff... It did work, though, in a sense that it had numerous elements that actually did get laughs. Yeah, it rather definitely than got laughs. Sort of sure. being on the peripheral and then supposedly being funny, but not. Yeah. I mean, again, the second guy she dates, Zach, he rocks up with pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Two for one pudding you know, uh, coupons you know, as well. Spoil all the things. You know? <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be spoiler free. Yeah. But, you know, those things, they worked out. Yeah. They actually yep. worked out okay. Yep. There was a couple of creepy images. Hmm. A lot of them involving mannequins. Yeah. That I felt worked out really, really well. And that's probably where the horror element kind of played out at its most. Mm-hmm. I guess that kept the horror or supposed horror sort of coming forward. Like kept it would on dip edge. yeah, it would dip down and you'd kind of go away from that. Yeah, but and then it would kind back of come back. And sort of yeah. It just felt like it was building up to something that Maybe never quite got there. Yeah. But, yeah, there was definitely some imagery there to do with the, the mannequins and whatnot that that certainly uh, certainly lent towards that, that direction. And, again, it seems kind of influenced by those 70s sort of horror, yeah. you know, giallo, a little bit of the British stuff as well, so... Look, they make. They also make a, a what I would what I felt was an interesting choice to change perspectives. Yeah, about halfway it felt, through, it felt like it was going to. Initially, it felt like an interesting way of approaching it, 
And I was, again, like you, when it first happened, next 10 or 15 minutes, I'm thinking, okay, I can go with this. I'm, yeah. I'm, Where or where's this going? Because yeah. it's, it's totally off the track we had before. But, but it was still kind of intriguing in the early stages as to what that would become of it. Yeah, and they tied it together with some, some things that were going on. Like, it wasn't just a complete leap to something totally different. They tied it together with some things that had been going on. Yeah. So, yeah, initially I was I was all for it. Yeah. I didn't have any other key likes. I don't know if you had anything else. No, I think you mentioned mentioned most of the stuff that I was I was keen on as we were watching it. Yeah, and obviously trying to keep it spoiler free, we've got to keep out some yeah, of what happened. Yeah, we've got to sort of not make mention of particular which, things. Which probably, yeah, there'd, there'd be a lot. I think there'd be a few more likes in amongst yeah. some of that. Yeah, definitely. Expand on things a little bit more. Dislikes. Look, honestly, I didn't really know what was going on. Yeah. I and felt like we were on, on track early, but the longer it went on, the more I thought, yeah, I've lost it. I, I've just, I'm not sure what, what, what the journey that we're going on here. Yeah. And as you said, that's going to, I mean, that's that's different tastes. Yeah, you're, you're, the particular films that your you're, enjoyment is going to be dependent upon whether you, you can understand it or yeah. you can get something out of it. I now, mean, you're getting comments here from, you know, people that watch movies like Ghost in the Machine, so, <laughs> you know, it might be for you. It could be. <laughs> the thing about it is, do you read into it a certain way? Yeah. I didn't really read into it. I kind of got a bit like what you were saying, consumerism and our our thirst to, you know, purchase and, and, and be a slave to kind of, you know, turning up yeah, and buying. Yeah, a slave to this cycle of, of you know, the, the fashion cycles and sales but, and all this sort of stuff. But at the end, of, by the end of it, I'd kind of lost that. Yeah, same. I didn't really by the end of it, like, I felt like, okay, I don't know whether there's a broader message or whether he's just... Just looking to twist our minds here a little bit. Yeah, and so that that's going to affect how you feel about it. And for yeah. me, it didn't work yeah. because halfway through, I lose perspective and or I lose interest because I don't really understand what's happening. Yeah, and then I can't pick it back up. Yeah, because it didn't really come back up. That's the that's the that was the problem for me. Yeah, there's one particular element of it that I I would like. We could say I'd want some clarification, clarification. on it, <laughs> we, but yeah, it's it's not something we can really talk about without going too much into spoiler territory, so we might bring it up later on, down the track sometime. And look, I appreciated the cutting back and forth between, there was one sort of story happening here and then we were going back to the store, mm. but it also, I felt that they didn't really complement very well in the sense of we it was jarring to cut away from certain things and then go back there and then I was just kind of like okay I'm just starting to get interested again then you cut away yeah and I just felt that didn't didn't hold yep and even during the early part it it was somewhat frustrating because we weren't we were getting partial pieces and then we were over here somewhere for a little while so I was a bit that was a bit put out mm. Now, look, there is a sequence, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to go into depth on it, but it's a sequence. It, it's How was it? How did I say that it was mentioned in the ratings? Oh, um, it, 
debasing. Yeah, something like something. that. <laughs> a, an act of debasement or something. <laughs> I mean, I haven't quite got it. Got the understanding here. I'll see if I can rustle it up while we talk. But <laughs> basically, this sequence involves some unsavoury <laughs> sexual sort of stuff. But it's not just. It's not normal. It's kind of weird what what's going on. It's, there's a strangeness to it, which is in keeping with the film, I guess. But it was very untidy. Yeah, yeah. For a moment, I decided I didn't want to know what was happening <laughs> in amongst the, the the workings of the store. Yeah, it was a little bit, a little bit confronting. You could it say. was confronting <laughs> because it was. Here we go. Okay, sorry. This the film is rated R for strong sexual content, including a scene of abhorrent behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right. Right, sorry, I got that wrong. <laughs> it was about debasing yourself. Yeah. But it's a very, it's it's kind of look, in the context of the what I f- thought was going on, maybe it made some sense. Yeah. But <laughs> probably didn't need as uh, look. I could tell what was going on. I didn't really need to get in any closer to, to the action that was that was happening there. <laughs> yeah, leave yeah. something. We could probably leave something to the imagination. Yeah, given yeah. given how um how much engagement with the film it took to get, you know, little pieces of comprehension. You probably didn't need to be. You know, that wasn't the point that I really needed to be made that clear. <laughs> And then not long after that sequence, there is another one that's slightly... It's sexual-based, but it's super weird. Mm. And I think, again, it's all going to come down to how you process the film. Yeah, it's how you're reading it, whether that's part of the message. And initially, some of it I felt like, yeah, it's definitely part of the message that's that's being put out here. Hmm. Now, dialogue for me, talking in riddles, mate. <laughs> talking yeah, in riddles. Yeah, some of them um, were. The characters from the shop, I mean, it was almost like they were, thought that it was too smart for their own good. Well, again, it felt it was definitely on purpose. Yes. To, and this is where I got some of the, the fashion industry... Yeah. Like taking shots at the fashion industry and things like that. I could be well off track here, but that's what I was getting from it. <laughs> quite and, possible. And quite frankly, give me some space when I'm in the store. <laughs> yeah. I'm just browsing, thanks. Look, look, I don't like that shit. I don't like to be fired around. <laughs> if I'm in a store, I need space to pick my items. You know what? Yeah, I'm yeah. going to come to you with those items for payment. Uh, can I be honest? If you walked into my store, I'd be telling the clerks, <laughs> just follow that bloke around. He looks a bit shady. <laughs> no, yeah, you're I, right, though. I'm going to walk in, I'm going to try some stuff on, and then I'm going I'm to go to the counter. Maybe that's why it didn't fully land, because I'm one of those people that if I'm in the store, I know what I'm there for. I don't need to talk to you. Yeah. I just let me get my stuff, and I'll meet you at the cash register. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their sales pitch was uh, it, was, it was heavy. It was de- <laughs> yeah, it was too heavy. <laughs> and I think getting bogged down, as you say, it was it was done for a reason. What that reason is, I don't know. Yeah, I lost it down the track. But I was second just, guessing myself. Yeah, <laughs> every idea I had, I was like, 
I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm you, following the thread, but I've lost it. You don't <laughs> lost want a bloke like me second-guessing myself <laughs> in a film. <laughs> All right, it needs to be straight down the line. So it, it, yeah, it felt a little bit too heavy. The dialogue was too, too much. There's one in particular involving the old fella, the old guy in the store that I just was sitting there going, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. He's whispering stuff, and it's just its just like, I don't understand. He was at his best when he was applying wrestling manoeuvres. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put it this way. Their loss prevention performance was absolutely awesome. Yeah. He had this lady in a bloody figure four leg lock. Like, you know, someone was coming off the top rope. <laughs> Some point. But, yeah, that, that, that was a little bit too much for me. Second half of the film... It just loses steam. Yeah. Because we switch, we switch perspectives, and that stuff's not as interesting. No. And I hate to say this, but I was, I wanted to go back to the store. Yeah, same. You know, even though I thought those characters were weird and I didn't really get what was happening, that... It felt, it felt like we were putting some pieces together. Yeah, and the, and the intrigue around gone. them... Yeah. And the mystery around them... Kept you kind of hooked, and yeah. when they went away, I didn't really feel any mystery. I didn't really feel any attachment to the to the new people that we kind of got to to meet. Yeah. So, yeah, just the second half just didn't kind of pull together very well. No, I agree. It just felt like we were on on track. We were just sort of gradually putting some pieces together. And when it shifted, it just it just felt like um, I don't know. It wasn't anywhere near as interesting for me as you said. That that, that kind of mystery element is just completely gone. Hmm. And then to boot, I just I just didn't get what was going on from that point. There's 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 a, we've already mentioned it, but there's a particular thing that keeps going on with one of these characters that I just I just didn't get. Yeah. Basically, yeah. call me call me a dullard. I'll, yeah. I'll probably agree with you. Yeah, <laughs> I am exactly I the same. It. I didn't place. get it. I didn't understand any of that, and I still don't understand it. No. Even in the wrap up and the wash up of everything, I still don't understand why that was happening. Yeah. So, to me, filmmaking is and script writing is about answering questions. Like you got to answer the questions. Yeah. So when you finish a film, you should have tied it up. I'm okay with being in the dark and working through some of that, but I just felt like this one didn't even really. It didn't even, I didn't even know whether that was what it, what it was wanting me to do because it would then it would just start throwing these images at us that. How did you put it? That these uh, psychedelic, <laughs> kind of psychedelic images. <laughs> psychedelic imagery that looked a bit like window looker. Yeah, Apex Twin was involved, obviously, but. Yeah, it just, I just didn't quite, I didn't understand that shit at all. Yeah. And I don't, I guess I don't like to come away kind of going, you didn't wrap this up. You didn't tell me what this was. Mm. But is it a good thing that you come away with questions? Well, I think it can be. Yeah. Absolutely, I think it, it, it can be. And I think it's, I mean, there's a lot of films that I really like where I, I still go back and think, what about this or what about that? What does it, it all mean? What's yeah. it all, what's going on? But this one, it was just sort of like... 
I, I got to a point where I'm like, this isn't for me. I've missed it. I've missed something. Yeah. And I'm trying to sort of work out where it's going, but I feel like I'm just, as I said, pulling at loose threads. And Yeah, and I think it's not- kind of like the questions are there at the end, but I just didn't care for the answers. A little bit, at the end yeah. Of it. They filtered around in our head a little bit here, but now we'll probably just kind of go, right, you know, that's the end of that. Rather than thinking about it, kind of like something like Hereditary, where I was still thinking about that, like, two weeks later. Yeah. Trying to work out, yeah, well, and we all had it also back come to, to, to answer yeah. questions. And, well, this doesn't feel like that, it had enough hold on me. I think I've watched Hereditary three times now, and I still kind of go back to, to, to try and make sense of some this of the things. This didn't quite have its hooks in. No. So I wasn't fully, I wasn't fully hooked enough to really question that, some of that. Yeah. Look, I don't have any other dislikes. I actually have another like, strangely yeah. enough, just to rep a charge. The finale, whilst not making any sense, is never boring. No. Like it, it is absolute madness going on in the last... 15 minutes. It is. <laughs> and I was kind of entertained by that. Like, I felt, oh, right, we're coming back around. And I kind of almost, I perked up a little bit thinking we will get an explanation. Yeah. But I guess the counter and the dislike to that is the explanation I didn't understand if if there was one. Mm. So I'm still a little bit in the dark about that whole ending and how it wrapped things up so it kind of it's kind of a little bit of back and forth on how like good and bad about how you you think about any of that yeah I don't have any more dislikes no no that was uh, I think you yeah we were pretty much in line with some of the stuff that we we were liking yeah. and not liking so much about and the look movie. again each to their own. I would I say check it, it out. I feel it, it's definitely worth looking at yep. in a sense of I think there are going to be people who, who will scrutinise and go deeper into, into what it means and yeah, I think yeah. they will find something in there that... You're talking people sort of, you know, with a higher intellect than well, you and me. <laughs> I haven't I haven't had an IQ test done recently. <laughs> I'm going to assume it's fairly low. Yeah, yeah. Um, Look, so, I imagine it would probably be one of those ones where you got a button and every time you press it, it electrocutes you and they check how long I'm it takes you to pressing stop pressing it. the button. <laughs> so I think that there's something to be gained here. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I would say to people, yeah, get out and check this out. It's not a horror film in the classic sense, but it does have some things that might, I feel, will, will interest people. And your enjoyment level is going to be tempered by how deeply you're going to look at it. Yeah. And unfortunately for me, it didn't quite get there enough. So that is In Fabric. Just remember, it hits cinemas in Australia on March 12th. Our next episode will be Moonraker, but until then, take it easy and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.